MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, welcome inside the slide over baby hour. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And just to say this, because I don't know if people know this. Well, number one, I picked the Heat to go to the NBA Finals before the playoffs started. I hate uh, you. Th- their big win tonight over Mike Celtics. Mike had the Celtics in the finals. They're in the East Finals right now. Uh, your Final Four is still intact. Uh, yeah. The Heat win it 112-109 and 37 points from Tyler Hero. Look, we've talked about him a lot tonight. And and just the fact that this is a guy that there's no shot he's afraid of. He's cocky. He's arrogant. But he is someone that knows the player he is. He's not going to shrink from the moment. And he has become the biggest X factor in the world in this playoffs because not many guys – can come off the bench and go for 37. I was joking when I said the beginning of the first segment of the show, all the way back to the first hour when he had 15 at halftime, and I said, you know, if tonight's one of those nights where Tyler Hero goes for 30, that's going to win the game, and it's going to be the game that we all look back at and say, this is the game that decides the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm thinking, you know, Hero finished with 23, 25. No, 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 37. <laughs> 37 for Tyler Hero. Yeah. Big shots at the end, big free throws. Nothing the guy couldn't do. And it was that kind of night for him. And clearly, if you're redoing the NBA draft from last year, and this is this is this is the, the, a gut punch, if you're redoing the NBA draft from last year, right? Clearly, yeah. 
Zion Williamson will still go number one overall. Right? Sure. Still, Zion's still a guy going number one. John Morant would still go number two. Right? It would still be Zion Williamson, John Morant. And instead of going 13th overall to the Miami Heat, Tyler Hero would go third to the Knicks. Because you, you have good players there. You've got to wait and see how things go for them, obviously, throughout their career. But 37 in the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah. Thanks, R.J. Barrett. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Thanks, DeAndre Hunter and Jared Culver and everybody. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Tyler Hero would go th- – if you're redoing the draft, Tyler Hero would go third behind Williamson and John Morant. I don't know. Kobe White was spectacular for a bad team down the stretch. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he would fit in with New York because certainly he's got the uh, gravitas to keep it clean, even though it's the slide over baby hour. I mean, he's got a, he's got no conscience when it comes to his shots, the supreme confidence uh, that we've watched over the course of these playoffs, certainly even going back to the regular season, watching how these rotations were starting to come to fruition and the identity of this team. But you watched him today, and there was no part of the game he didn't touch. Active on the glass, quick with the hands, trying to you know break up passes, uh, and you know three assists, six rebounds, moved well in the zone that they did, covered his spot, and, you know, clean, filled up some passing lanes and, and made it difficult for the Celtics to, to mount the comeback. Obviously a three-point game at the, at the final, but they're not winning without the huge contribution because uh, they didn't get much else from the bench, right? Iguodala played 27 minutes, basically played defense, scored three points. Robinson and Crowder in the starting lineup between them, they were one of 14, scoring all of six points between them. So uh, they needed everything Hero had and then some. Uh, a hero for the night. And, look, social media is absolutely dominated here with all the stories of people didn't like his attitude. They didn't quite understand this. Uh, every bit and more. So if he'd gone to your Knicks, he might have been a guy that wouldn't have wilted under the pressure because he would have just shrugged oh. and said, game time. No, I don't care. Give me the ball. I, 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 really, that's where it would be. And I really would like the New York Post, and I at them on Twitter with this. I want the front page of the New York Post tomorrow to be, uh, the back page to be, the hero Gotham needed, H-E-R-R-O, him superimposed into a Knicks outfit, into a Knicks uniform, and then the accompanying, boy, the Knicks butcher the NBA draft column. How bad things are, I would get rid of R.J. Barrett, all these things, Tom Thibodeau, if he had Tyler Harrow to start with. Uh, it, that, that's what I want for tomorrow. The hero Gotham needed because they could have had him and they didn't get him. That, that, that's typically what they should do. But he, See, he, he could is, have been Batman. He could have, oh, wow, he could have been Batman and Robin. He could have been Batman, Robin, and Batgirl. I'm okay with this because I said he could have been Batman, Robin, Batgirl, and Alfred, and Catwoman, and all the Catwomen. He could have been Michelle Pfeiffer and Sharon Stone and Anne Hathaway, all the and Eartha Kitt, all the and Julie Newmar. I think that's it. All the cat. He could have been all the. You got Lee Merriweather in, right? Lee Merriweather. There's four. Forgot about Lee Merriweather. Yeah, you got to get her in. So yeah, yeah. There's four. But, yeah, mm. it's uh, ridiculous, right? He's uh, a guy that's going to be a frequent all-star, uh, and you look at him al- alongside Jimmy Butler because there's a lot of questions, right? What's Jimmy Butler's long-term what – are, what are your long-term plans? Where do you see yourself in five years? Having a guy like this that can pour in 37, maybe you look around and go, Miami's not so bad, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Sixers, yo, they really blew it, too. So uh, Uh, you could take them right in with your Knicks. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So one guy because, well, (laughs) could have taken Tyler Hero and then Jimmy Butler getting away from Philly and going down to Miami for your heat. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios. Now, we'll have more on the NBA coming up in a bit, but – uh, a big story out of the NFL today that's one of those it's, – it's weird and it's strange and the way it played out was was really just it, – it's unsettling. You know, we'll get into Thursday Night Football coming up in a few minutes and we'll, we'll give you our big picks with Jacksonville and Miami. But 
To Rod Taylor, we found out today the reason he wasn't able to play Sunday for the L.A. Chargers and Justin Herbert came in and, and threw the ball great uh, was because of an injury he suffered pregame. Now, we knew he was suffered an injury. Nobody really knew what happened, and some players said they didn't know Justin Herbert was playing until he walked into the huddle. Well, we find out today that a team doctor on the Chargers accidentally punctured to Rod Taylor's lung when he was trying to give him a pain-killing shot on the field before the game. Terod Taylor was rushed to the hospital. It's a, it was a really dicey situation, and luckily Terod Taylor is okay, but we find out today that's the reason why he didn't play. This wasn't, I tried to throw the ball across my body, I had a chest injury, I pulled a muscle. No, a doctor accidentally punctured his lung, and this is why he didn't play, and this gives you a little bit more insight into why Anthony Lynn uh, said, hey, when Terod Taylor is healthy, he our starter. Now, the, the Anthony Lynn stuff we'll get to in a second, but clearly the big thing is, you know, what's going to happen? Can Terod Taylor sue the Chargers? What happens if he doesn't play anymore? What happens if Justin Herbert keeps the starting job? Because he's already starting this week. They've already announced Terod Taylor is out, and, and Justin Herbert's going to start. Can he sue the Chargers? Can, can he do anything? And, you know, I looked into this a little bit today, and according to the CBA, if you accept medical care from a team doctor, you can't sue them if the care goes sideways now i don't know if that's something that is blanketly true i'm sure a lawyer could look into it and go well they still screwed this up or on the field it's it's a tricky situation but it's not just well hey you can sue the chargers when you're accepting uh medical care uh you you can't sue them so that's something that's going that already right away is oh what can tarod taylor do what can he not do uh that's something that is that that is pretty cut and dried as far as that goes but, you know, for, for going forward, this is what makes this story so weird, Mike, because not, not to hear that – you know, forget about the, the punctured lung part of it for a second. That, that's the human part of it, right, is that this guy suffered an injury because he had adverse medical care. And when Anthony Lynn stuck to the narrative of he's our starter when he's healthy, there's a reason he's our starter. Justin did good things. He's our starter. You brought up this controversy for a couple of days that, that really didn't need to be there because this this was something that wasn't about uh, a guy, how he did on the field. This was a human story. And this is where Anthony Lynn, sometimes I feel like he's out of his element a little bit and out of his depth because this was one of those cases where he could clearly have said, listen, Terod Taylor had something adverse happen to him when he was being treated today, and we'll have more for you on this, but our concern is for him, his well-being. And no one is talking about who's going to start a quarterback for the Chargers this week. It's, whoa, what happened with Terod Taylor? The story gets out, punctured lung. I don't know if the Chargers thought they could keep a lid on it and and not have it get out. I mean, come on, it's 2020. Stuff like this is going to get out. You accidentally puncture a guy's lung, the story's going to get out. But if the Chargers had handled it from that way, hey, we're at the human aspect of Terod Taylor is, got, got hurt, suffered a, a, because of something that happened to him medically that a doctor treated him with, then suddenly, okay, I completely get everything going on. And, and, and Justin Herbert's able to not have to worry about why you're not the starter or why you're not anointed the starter and answering questions. And, and it's clearly, all right, let's worry about Terod Taylor first and how healthy he's going to be. Of course, Justin Herbert's going to start. And you kind of tamp this down before it gets out of control. And that was the real easy way to do it. And the Chargers, they knew this information. And to still go through that, like I feel like Anthony Lynn wanted to make, well, let me see if we can keep this keep this quiet. Yeah, let me see if we can. Uh, because if that happens, that that's kind of what you tell everybody. Hey, we had this happen. I mean, just because you don't tell anybody doesn't mean it's not going to get out and doesn't mean it didn't happen. So I felt like they could have done a better job getting on top of this story and getting in front of it than they did making it about on the field and Terod Taylor's the starter when he gets back and why is this the case with Justin Herbert? They just handled it really awkwardly and they could have done it better because they knew and we didn't know. They could have handled this story better from the beginning. Well, but isn't that a bit of Vegas misdirection though? You guys argue about the merits of it. Over here, we're worried about the the physicality of Gerard Taylor and the steps and procedures that went through this. Uh, I'll read from our buddy Sean Merriman, at Sean Merriman on Twitter, uh, from about nine hours ago as this story started to make the rounds. Quote, everybody's screaming, sue, sue, sue. No players get shot up unless they ask for it. They'll go over the risk and the possibilities of further injury. Then you make the decision. You know, it, it's not a, what, what was it with uh, 
John Voight, right? Go, go go shoot up his knee. I don't know, all that scar tissue. He should have never been out there, right? I mean, you don't have doctors doing that. You don't have James Woods and the classic battle against Matthew Modine in any given Sunday. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about something went wrong. And let's face it, the Chargers have their history that – I mean, you can read it in any number of columns that have come out over the course of the the day, right? Adding on to some some issues that happened years ago, and it's like, all right, well, add this par- paragraph to it and this story to it. So you ha- have a little bit of that of, all right, let's make sure you know get go through the steps, make sure we've got all the information we need to. How's Tarad doing? And meanwhile, if you want to fight over Herbert versus Tarad as to who should start. Come on, that's a, that's a winning situation for Anthony Lynn. Are you kidding me? That's one that you can do in your sleep in terms of addressing media concerns about it because you can spin it any which way. Well, he's not losing it because of injury. He won that first game. These, you could say that, hey, if we go this route and it, it goes sideways, now we've got a, perhaps a fracture that, that occurs and we don't want to lose this young man. He's still got a lot to learn because that was a lot of the messaging you heard from Anthony Lynn, right, was, well, it wasn't perfect and there's still a lot for, for him to do and to get better because, you know what, we lost the game, right, making sure to punctuate that. Again, misdirection. Because over here, you're trying to figure out uh, what happened in a very serious case. And, you know, from my own reading of it today, I, I guess there there is, you know, not some great regularity of this happening. But certainly it is one of the side effects when you're trying to get the painkiller injected, you know, as you are there. Uh, just uh, a horrible circumstance, hopefully for a quick recovery from Terod Taylor. But in the moment, you know, it's a bad look for the squad, right? Because it adds on to to a history in terms of the personnel on the sidelines and anything you do at this point from a medical pr- procedural type of thing is going to draw the ire of the league because right now the black eye is on them because of all the past issues where they've looked the other way not the chargers but just league wide Mm -hmm. so people will be calling for you know all right what's the uh, protocols here in terms of informing the league and going through the process to make sure the guys are right so i'll be curious uh, to see what the league's response is to this Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And I dig that you brought up any given Sunday. And I'm just thinking about the whole journey Matthew Modine made. The beginning of the movie, it was, hey, you got to do things the right way. And James Woods was, I'm the doctor. I got hot women. I got a big car. Yeah. No, no, I'm the idealistic one. At the end of the movie, he had James Woods' job. And it was like, yeah, I'm the team doctor. I got hot women. I got a car. Yeah, I could, I could look the other way on things. Oh, See, now I, got, I got the same. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I got a Varsity Blues reference in, too. So. I don't want your life. Nicely done. Uh, last week is in the books. Now time to review the tape and prepare for this week. No better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before, just like when I watch the Jets. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. This is your call to action. Download the DraftKings app now and use code JS, that's my initials, JS. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week three action. Enter code JS to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code JS, my initials, JS, only at DraftKings. Make it rain, R-E-I-G-N. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Coming up next, well, one team is really mad at their head coach and we'll preview Thursday night football the surprise treat that I think we're in store for tomorrow between the Jaguars and the Dolphins that's coming up next keep it right here Fox be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season and guess what 
So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. Live from the Geico Studios. Now, before we get into Thursday night football, because I got a feeling we are going to be in for a treat tomorrow night. Uh, Tonight, we watched the Tampa Bay Rays clinch the American League East, their first AL East crown since 2010. Yeah. And they are likely going to clinch the best record overall in Major League Baseball. I mean, there's still a couple of games left, and the Twins are a couple games behind them, but they're still on pace right now to clinch the overall number one seed in the the American League. And they did it in a 60-game season. I get it. Ah, the Rays. 
Last year they won 96 games. The year before that they won 90. So it's not like this is a Rays team that, oh, hey, you know, they, they just got off to a hot start, oh, you know, for 60 games and you, we're seeing them in the playoffs. I mean, that's a team like the Cincinnati Reds or, or you know, the Padres or the Giants. So you're looking at teams like that. So this is a team that's won 90 games the past couple of years, and here they are. You know, they win the AL East and, and, and probably are going to wind up being the number one seed overall in the American League. If I said to you, Mike Carmen, what their payroll was for this season, the payroll of the Tampa Bay Rays, where would you say they were? Where would they rank in Major League Baseball? Where would you say they were about? 28th. Yeah, they are, th- they are third lowest yeah, in Major League me. Baseball. Okay. But the sheer dollar amounts are stunning because their payroll this year is $28 million. I was at least going to push him to 40 just to make myself feel good. <laughs> $28 million this year. Uh, the payroll, the third lowest in Major League Baseball. And the numbers are, you know, you get up and down. You talk about spending money, not spending money. My first thought is, what the hell are the Mets doing? This is $28 million payroll. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and Bryce Harper's making all this money. Just one guy making more money. But this shows you that, yeah, do you need to spend money to win? Well, sometimes you don't when you run your team well enough. You don't need to spend money. And, and that's the issue about when teams that spend money in baseball and teams that don't. Look at a team like the Yankees or the Mets, right? They have to run their team. What do they have to do? they got to spend money. Why? Because they have the money to be able to get past their mistakes. If they sign a guy, okay, it's not worth it. We're moving on. The Yankees think every every guy they have is going to be a super-duper star. And then after a year, Gary Sanchez stinks. Miguel Andujar stinks. And suddenly he was a guy that the, the, the Yankees could have traded Sanchez and Andujar for Jacob deGrom. But no, no, no. Can't yeah. do it because these guys are so valuable. But the Yankees spend money because – they can get past their mistakes. The Mets will need to spend money because they got to get past mistakes, which is why Steve Cohen coming in, being the richest owner in all of baseball, is going to be able to do that. The pressure to be able to put a winner on the field when you can't spend money, there's not many teams that can do that. You know, it's not like you can look and say, well, just look at what the A's did. Yeah, it's a lot easier said than done. Many teams have tried it. The Padres tried it for years. Hey, we're going to spend no money and just have our draft picks come through. Well, look what happened. The Padres finally had to spend a little bit of money. Hey, we got to go out. We got to get Manny Machado. We got to get a couple other guys. And now we're mixing it with the young players. And look at the Padres. Ta-da! My dark horse pick for the World Series. I know, buddy. But a team like Tampa Bay, to talk about how special this is, to be able to have a payroll this low every year and still be a team that can not just stay in the thick of things and win 90 games, but now can dominate and win the AL East. And it's not like they they got right and they got a bunch of guys that, boy, here's somebody in their uh, early rookie year of his contract, but he's going to leave when he gets paid. I mean, you go up and down the roster. Tampa Bay, everybody hits 265 or 270, right? That's what it is. It's not You're not seeing guys. With, there's a couple of guys with, you know, hitting 360. and, and No, everybody is 265. 270 in this lineup. Their starting pitching is pretty good. Blake Snell is a former Cy Young winner. He's pretty good. Their bullpen is pretty good. They brought enough guys that they were able to figure things out to say this is someone who can come in and be an average to slightly above average major leaguer. And when you can do that around around your positions and everywhere, you're going to win a lot of games. I mean, it's it's it looks difficult. It's it's at times difficult, but it's also easy. It's, you don't have to have every guy in your lineup be thirty hundred and hit two ninety or three hundred. You just need some guys that are solid. They're going to hit two sixty five and two seventy. Because if you're spending money on a guy who's going to, you know, you're spending twenty five million dollars on a guy who hits thirty home runs, and you're spending thirty million dollars on a guy who's going to knock in a hundred runs and steal forty bases. Well, that means two of the spots in your lineup are going to be guys hitting two hundred or two ten or two twenty. But when you can when you can have, okay, we're going to bring our guys around and build our team this way where everybody is just solid because that's what the Rays have done. And you can keep this going for a while. I mean, this is now this is a three-year run for Tampa. It's like, well, we, we, we're, we're in a groove right now. We're getting it right. And, and Tampa Bay certainly can say, well, we'd love to get it right like the Dodgers get it right because they spend money and have this kind sure. of farm system. But for the Rays to do it this way with the third lowest payroll in Major League Baseball shows you that the pressure is on and to do that is really, really difficult. And to be able to succeed this way, do it, yeah, hats off to them, man, because doing it like this, again, I go back and go, what the hell the Mets doing? <laughs> well, I mean, it, part of it is that extension of the old money ball 
approach, right? Find guys that f- check these boxes that sh- the analytics say translate to success. Try to keep your organization as stable as possible. Obviously, you do well. You're going to have bigger teams, bigger payrolls calling for some of your front office people. But in theory, if you've trained people well, the next, you know, it becomes the next man up or woman up philosophy to where you can keep that line moving. Uh, and if your talent evaluation it remains the same, and that's going to be the uh, intriguing thing for Major League Baseball going forward after what happened to the minor league season this year as to what changes in that, right? Can you just flip a switch and get that right back turned on? But you talk about making a couple of calculated gambles on veteran players that come in and put up some numbers, and even if they don't hit a ton, you know, OBP is one of those big numbers. Look at Hunter Renfro batting 153, but he's got a uh, 414 uh you know, that's a sluggy percent. I'm sorry, OPS is uh, nearly 700. So <laughs> not world-beating, but average, right? And guys that all the way up and down, you have that type of lineup rolling through. And then you've got some elite starting pitching, which, let's face it, that'll uh, neutralize a lot of things. But fun to watch the the teams with the lower payrolls and some new new participants, right? Some new blood beyond Tampa. They're already always in the mix. But you mentioned your Padres, my currently sinking White Sox. You know, teams like that where it's a lot of young talent and guys that were trying to make household names. And again, what's wrong with the Mets? <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carvin live from the Geico Studios. So some kind of uh, that's some kind of achievement by the Rays. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are live from the Geico Studios. And tomorrow night, Thursday night football, Dolphins and the Jaguars. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick and his beard against Gardner Minshew and his mustache. And call me crazy, but just I could just tell the feel going into this game, watching how the teams played and have played so far. The Dolphins did, uh, I, I would say they have really overachieved offensively, even though they're 0-2, it's kind of weird to say. But sure. they moved the football enough against the Patriots. Ryan Fitzpatrick just threw three picks, and that killed them. They put up 28 points against one of the top five defenses in the NFL last week in the Buffalo Bills. And you have seen what the Jaguars can do with Gardner Minshew with seemingly no weapons, and now it looks like he's just making everybody really, really good. I got a feeling tomorrow, Mike, it's going to be like a 38-35 game, and we are going to get a ton of fireworks in this. There's going to be no defense, and, and, and the mustache and the beard are going to go up and down the field, and it's going to be some kind of offensive output. One of those nights where everybody is checking going, oh, I'm so glad I played so-and-so Thursday night in fantasy. I'm so glad I played so-and-so. I'm checking. I'm checking. I think it's going to be a wild night with a lot of big plays, and it's going to be who has the football last. Well, literally, welcome to prime time, James Robinson in the Jacksonville backfield. Uh, hopefully you landed Keelan Cole in your waiver wire pickups of the week, folks out there. After uh, another strong weeks, goes, uh, what, six for 58 uh, and a score. He scored in back-to-back games, 12 targets overall. Uh, and DJ Chark is on the injury report. Did not practice on Wednesday, which would lead to a bigger role for Cole, Chenault, uh, and all your favorites deeper on the Jacksonville depth chart. Uh, Byron Jones, doubtful for this one as well for the Dolphins with a groin slash Achilles. So he's doubled up. Uh, you, you, you feel for a man uh, in that regard. Uh, so he probably doesn't go, but that means some opportunity uh, to roll. The uh, Jaguars will be out with, without their starting center, so we'll see how that affects the O-line. But I'm with you. I think you got a lot of Minshew mania going here against the Miami defense, winging it around. He's a guy who takes care of the football, will put it up, can run as he needs to. And Robinson's been fantastic. Uh, since ascending to the starting job. So let, let's look for some points there. Uh, the spread is three over under a 48 and a half. I'm going to take the over and I'm going to take the Jaguars to cover. I'm going to take them uh, winning this game by, uh, why don't we call it a nice round six points? Oh, nice. I'll take the Jags 38 35. I'll take there Gardner Minshew leads him down for a game winning touchdown in the final 30 seconds to turn a 35-31 deficit into a 38-35 win. And I'm saying this even though you know I'm rooting for the Dolphins. I mean, you know I'm rooting for – and how many times have I said Jets fan rooting for the Dolphins? That happens like never. But I understand where reality is. 
And the more teams that stink, that win games, well, that's easier for the Jets to get the number one pick and Trevor Lawrence and a new head coach, a new quarterback. And, you know, I'm, I, would, I'm, I mean, I'm, um, I'm hoping against hope for a new owner. But still, new coach, new quarterback. If the Dolphins win, that makes it easier for the Jets because I don't see where the Jets are going to win a game. I don't see where the Dolphins are going to win many games either. So every game that's won is a really big deal. And I, I am not ashamed to say it. I am rooting for the Dolphins tomorrow night to win because I can already tell what kind of season it is for the Jets and there's no hope and I don't know how we're going to get past 15 weeks with the, with the blank show that's going on right now <laughs> even today there was a big story that the Jets defenders say practice needs to be better and, and, and that's why we're losing I understand it so I am rooting for the Dolphins but I'm going to pick the Jaguars 38-35 look at you yeah, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, there's just one more turnover in the mix for you. I mean, you, you could find some solace is that, well, no, the Dolphins will get the number one pick and trade that pick if they did uh, <laughs> to thwart the Jets in the, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes as you roll. But curious as we get into the new week already, just absolutely amazing. Uh, how quickly this turns over and we're right back on the action. So I, I, I always find that curious uh, as, as we flow in going, wow, just like that. Uh, we're starting a new week and getting back into fantasy rankings and waiver wires. Hopefully you were successful in replacing all your injured players out there, folks. <laughs> uh, you certainly had that rolling. Uh, you know, if you wanted the Dolphins by 7 to 12 points, it's plus 600. Just throwing it out. Oh, that's it? Oh, well, you get six to one. Interesting. To be up okay. a touchdown at halftime. All right. How about that? Interesting. Okay. Very nice. I don't know. Longest touchdown of the game. Uh, what do you think? The over-under is uh, 41 and a half. Ooh, no, no, no. Minshew mania goes further than that. I'm going to take the over. Like over for Minshew. Yeah. Defense or special teams touchdown? Yes mm. is two to one. Ooh. Uh, no, I'm going to say no. No special teams touchdown. All right. Well, there you go. Got to give you a couple of props while we're no, at it. No, yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, celebrating everything that is Minshew. What's the prop that Adam Gase becomes the new head coach of the Dolphins in, again in the middle of the game? What's that uh, prop bet? Can I, have well, that? I don't know that they have that one for the game, but I can oh, bring up okay. the Jets prop bets if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can find a couple of gems in that uh, list. You know what? We'll save that for Friday night when we do our picks against the spread mm. uh, and some upset specials. We'll uh, – We'll throw that one out there because I got 115 bets uh, related to that game that we can get through. You know, just really quick, because it, it's, uh, I, I mentioned Adam Gase, and I mentioned that story today. Just to give you a different look on things and why Adam Gase is such a bad head coach. Right? You had two Jets players today. This is one of the three big NFL stories today, along with Russell Wilson's MVP and, and Terod Taylor, uh, that Avery Williamson and Bradley McDougal, who's been a Jet for about five minutes, said that the practices aren't good enough. They're too slow, and it's why the Jets don't play well on Sunday. That's why they, the defense misses assignments, and there were two Two big missed assignments on Mostert's touchdown. There were missed assignments on McKinnon's 55-yard run on third and 31. And so the Jets players said, hey, we need to up to have an uptick in practice. This is how bad Adam Gase is. He has long been a coach that takes zero responsibility for anything. Right? And anything that happens is never his fault. It's always, well, we got to execute, execute, execute. No, you got to make, if your team isn't executing, that's on you. A game or two here and there, I get it, but that's on you. And here he is after Sunday's game where he was so mad that says, we got to fix all this crap. We got stuff to fix, stuff to fix. Here he is on Tuesday, and the Jets players hand him on a silver platter. Here's something to fix. We don't practice with enough intensity. We got to go faster. And what does Adam Gase say? Sure, we can do it, but I didn't really notice anything that was off. I don't think that was an issue. Okay, <laughs> here it is. You have given. You have to lean into this and go. You know what? You're right. Let's be. Let's have bigger prep. We're gonna over. We're gonna take a look at everything. We're gonna examine this from the ground up. But instead, it's another example of how I'm not gonna take responsibility for this. No, 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 no. I didn't say. You know, hey, we can practice harder if you want to, but I haven't seen anything wrong. Here it is. A bunch of things to fix, and he can't even say yes. I'll fix this. He takes no responsibility. I don't know how a guy is a head coach in the NFL when he refuses to take responsibility 
responsibility for anything that happens on his team. It's insane. But this is this is the this is why Adam Gates is a bad head coach. Now the players clearly don't want to play for him. They're not. They're just going through the motions. They're going to get smacked again on Sunday. They'll lose to the Colts. The Colts offensive line. Oh my God! They're going to run for like 250 yards against the Jets. <laughs> this is just what's going to happen. And I don't know how they're going to get through the next 15 weeks. I really. Hey, don't. you can get three to one on the Jets touchdown being the first score of the game. <laughs> uh, Jets field goal is plus 475. Uh, Jets, any other score? Get this, five plus five thousand. Wow, wow! Any 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 other Jets score is plus five thousand. Uh, Indeed knows that for any business, the most important step is the next one, like hiring someone who can make a real impact. Indeed helps you find high impact hires fast without any long term contracts and with more efficient use of your budget, thanks to their super flexible payment options. So take that next step with Indeed, who's given you a free seventy five dollar credit for your first sponsored job post, so you can get in front of a more quality candidates fast go to indeed.com slash high impact that's indeed.com slash high impact terms and conditions they apply so coming up next what do the heat and the celtics have to do with the raiders and the cowboys we'll tell you and it's why the heat are up 3-1 that's next on fox be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. What do the Heat and the Celtics have to do with the Cowboys and the Raiders? Well, we're going to tell you right now after you hear Michael Bolton sing. Oh, by the way, how about Michael Bolton's new commercial for uh, Panera Bread when he's singing about the uh, macaroni and and cheese? cheese. Uh, (laughs) It's just soup on top of pasta. Brilliant. Brilliant, I tell oh, They probably came to him and said, hey, listen, we want you to do a whole new song. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And we're going to give you 100 bucks. Yeah, great. I'll do it. 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 Uh, so we watched the Heat take a three games to one lead over the Boston Celtics tonight. Jason Tatum, who had a phenomenal second half with 28 points after Mike Harmon admitted he tried to call into the Celtics locker room at halftime to get him going, uh, said that he told him he had to keep his composure. (laughs) It's right. What a freak out. So he talked after the game about how his zero points were unacceptable and why the Heat are up 3-1 it has a lot to do with the Raiders and the Cowboys because we talked a lot in the past few days in the NFL. Why Look, the Raiders are 2-0. Why are they 2-0? Because they know who they are, right? The Raiders know we are a mid-level passing attack and we are going right. to six yards at a time you into oblivion. This is true. We don't, we don't have great playmakers. Doesn't matter. We got 10 guys. We're going to throw the football to all of them. We're going to give the ball to Josh Jacobs 27 times a game. The Raiders know who they are. The Cowboys, why do they struggle? They don't know who they are. Are they a great passing team, or are they a team that needs to ride Ezekiel Elliott? Who are they? What's their identity? You don't know. It's a bunch of talented individuals that they're still trying to figure out the best way for them to work together, and this is year four of, of, this, of this, quote, experiment with the Cowboys with all this talent. So you see why the Cowboys struggle. You see why the Raiders figure things out. It's the same thing in this series, right? The Heat know who they are. And this is when, when I picked them to you know I picked them to go to the finals before the uh, playoffs began. Yeah, I heard. I don't that. know if you know that or not. Uh, is that the Heat? Look, they know. Okay, Jimmy Buckets is our leader, but other guys are going to get uh, are going to score when they need to. Our secondary scorers can can be Bam Adebayo. It can be Goran Dragic, and it's Tyler Hero off the bench. And Hero with thirty seven bleeping points tonight off the bench, most points by a rookie in a conference final game in the history of the NBA. The Heat know who they are. The Boston Celtics. Do they know who they are? Where do the big shots go? It, it could be Jason Tatum, but boy, as good as Jason Tatum is, you know I love Jason Tatum. He's still someone that can give you a first half with no points, and his six turnovers tonight are way too many. Kemba Walker is too up and down to be a guy that, okay, he's going to be a guy to make big shots. Jalen Brown seems like maybe he can do it, but he doesn't get the opportunities. And then suddenly, hey, here's Gordon Hayward. Is he best starting? Is he best off the bench? He's going to play a lot of minutes. He's going to score, but he's not going to give you much else the Celtics have a lot of talent but they I don't know who they are you tell me who are they what well okay well they're this and they're this and they're this and they're this but where does how does it play together well they're still trying to figure it out that's where the Celtics are they're the NBA's version of the Dallas Cowboys when both these teams figure out who they are man they are going to take off I got more confidence the Celtics can do it because Brad Stevens is a great head coach than the Cowboys who like I said have been working on this for four years 
Remember who you are. Greatest uh, assignment I ever had during my MBA work at Santa Clara University was through a professor. His surname was Hoare, H-O-A-R. And it was the brand called me. So what are you? What are you all about? What we try to do every night here. That's the same thing. Teams finding their identities, man. What are you doing? What are you best at? How do you do the excellence of execution to make that work? Rest in peace, road warrior animal. Uh, you know, so for him, I say, uh, you know, I'm going to come and give you a giant flying clothesline uh, as the Celtics need to fight back in. And Jason Tatum. You, you saw what needed to happen. You're supposed to be the superstar. You're supposed to be the leader. Uh, second half, 24 minutes of action ain't going to do it. They need 48 from you. If they're going to claw their way back into this series. Twitter, I'd have out a fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. Hey, download our new episode of Special Teams. Our podcast this week looks back at the snowplow game between the Patriots and the Dolphins. You'll find out a lot of things about that game you might not be aware of. My buddy Ben Maller coming up next, Fox. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.